Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Serenity Strong Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Ann. The objective with my podcast is to never tell you how to live your life, is to give you suggestions, outlooks, my perspective on life. Knowing that everything in life is truly a suggestion and you get to use and take what you learn to manifest your own life. Today, I have a special guest, Nicholas Clue. He is with Clue Fit. He's been on the podcast before, so I'm going to let him reintroduce himself for new listeners. What's up, guys? I'm Nick Cool. We'll change that up a little bit. I literally <laughs> uh, botched your name. This is the second time I've been recording. That's y'all. all right. Yes, holistic health coach and corrective exercise coach. That's what I do. Own Cool Fit Gym and my health practice that I've been doing now for over a year, which is awesome. Hell yeah. And he's also located in Waterloo. So if you are a local listener, I live in Cedar Rapids. If you are local, definitely reach out to him because his home gym is pretty awesome. Been there before. So when we had Nick on before, we just talked about a little bit about his business and philosophy, his switch from teaching to you know a holistic life coach, right? Helping people just enhance their life. And I just wanted to have him back on the podcast because we are different with our coaching styles, yet we have the same kind of perspective on it is a well-rounded approach. It is not a one-size-fits-all. It is not that you take these supplements and magical things start to happen. It is pure hard work. So I'm just going to give the microphone to him and let him catch you up on what he's done since he was on the episode last and a little bit about a certification that he just got back from. Thank you for the introduction and uh, all that. And I think I just want to add on to what you said. We both function under the same principle. We want to get people healthy and the principle of health, like that doesn't change. You need healthy foods. You need to move. You need to drink water. You got to minimize your stress but our approaches are slightly different. So that's all it is. We got different methods. Overall, our goals are the same. So I love that. I like that approach. But yeah, since the last time we've been on, I've moved back to Iowa now. Maybe it was in Iowa when we chatted last time. I'm not sure, but I'm back in my own house, doing my own coaching at my gym, pushing this holistic health and just changing people's lives from getting them off the point where they feel like they need to go to traditional doctors and get medications for things of that nature. I'm not saying that traditional doctors aren't like needed. They are like you break a bone, go to the hospital, like shit, we're in the 21st century. Like that's awesome. But there's a lot of things I feel like people are doing. They can address with simple fixes. I don't think it's that difficult to say, we need to focus on sleep a little bit more. We need to focus on hydration. When we've done that, I've had multiple people get off medication. I had multiple people that just like reduce anxiety. I got a lot of people at one client that like couldn't even turn his head to look at the side mirror. And just from a simple stretching routine that was like five, 10 minutes in like two weeks, he could like turn his head to the side now and like use a side mirror, like things that we take for granted. That's what I do. And that's what we're going for. And it's awesome too. What would you say that you really help people like make things click, right? Because you know that when you get a client, this isn't the first try that they have had, right? Maybe they have tried things before and whatever you ask, or maybe done a lot of different diets. So where do you think you help them really make things click or want to put in the hard work necessary to make those, you know, simple changes, which they are. I hate to use the word simple because everything is technically a challenge, but you know, the yeah. simple changes versus going to a traditional doctor and just getting, you know, more medications or band-aids versus fixing the solutions to the problem. Yeah. And that's, that's one of those things like any of my clients that come in, I assess them on a 
ton of different markers. So we look at their happiness. Like no one looks at people's happiness. Happy people heal quickly. Um, happy people have less stress going on in their life. Um, we know stress accumulates in the body. Okay. It compounds effects. So whether it's chemical stress, mental stress, physical, financial relationships, thermal stress from the sun, I take a, a unique approach where I will address all those things. We'll look at lifestyle factors. We'll look at what they're eating. We'll look at how they're sleeping. We'll look at their movement levels are, and we'll look at their happiness. And they, it's cool because I can give them a, like a color coded green, yellow, or red, almost like a stoplight. And I'd be like, Hey, this is where you're at right now. All these scores are in the red. So the next, I don't know, month and a half, what we're going to do is we're just going to focus on bringing them down. Yeah, there might be all of them in the red, but we're going to focus on maybe just the nutrition first. And let's start making some headway with nutrition. And the cool thing is when you fix one of them, a lot of the other scores start coming down as well. So one of the things that I always focus on with people is nutrition. That's flat out the most important thing I think people can do to improve their health. And the difficult thing is, and the part that sucks is, we live in this world where we got media everywhere. We got people promoting green drinks. We got people promoting these supplements. We got promoting fat loss aids. We got bangs out there. They're like 300 milligrams of caffeine and people love them because they, yeah, they get this extra little kick, but they don't understand that it's messing with their hormones and they can't sleep at well. And then they wake up and they're craving more foods and that's messing with their ability to metabolize fast proteins and carbs. So therefore the next day they're actually more likely to consume starchy foods and sugary foods, and, but they just don't see how everything is connected. And that's why I say like simple, basic steps. So like the number one thing that I do with almost all my clients is let's start eating 80-20. And by 80-20, mine is let's eat whole foods 80% of the time. And then we'll go 20% where you can get away with things. So let's clarify this 80-20 rule. This is not Monday through Friday is 80% and then Saturday, Sunday, you can eat whatever you want. All right? It's 80% of the time, <laughs> which is like, maybe three to five meals out of your week, you are not as focused on. It's not that Monday through Friday is your 80%, Saturdays, Sundays, your 20%. Or do you see it different than that? Is that your 80-20 or how do you explain No, no, I, I see it that way. Yes, if you wanted to go like eat really clean through the week and get off a little bit more on the weekends, yeah. But one of the, the documents I work with my clients, uh, it's like a self-reflective sheet. Like, did you just like take a step away from eating healthy or did you fall off the wagon? There's a big difference between having a slice of pizza or going out and having six beers and then going to Domino's at two o'clock in the morning and housing a pizza and waking up like crap with a pizza box in the floor. Not yeah. like I haven't done that before, but that's not 80-20. That's like blowing off the edge. So, And do you uh, think too, when people really get it, it's because you have data to help them understand how their body is like acting and running and functioning, right? And it's not like they have to track everything and tracking your food can come in all different shapes and sizes, but you have this graph where it's like, you know, red, yellow, green. So it's a stoplight. It's something that people really understand. Red kind of associates with, hey, we need an alert. This is like, you know, SOS. You want to really focus on that. Yellow is, this is kind of an issue, but it's not one that is like, SOS. And then green means that we have that. It's kind of like functioning as we want. This is what we're trying to get to. You know, so with that, do you see like when you brought that in or you had this that people were very more focused on hitting their target because they had actual data or more of an understanding? 
we're in this world where we like objective data so we can actually see, yes, this is where I'm at. Am I making progress? Yes or no. That's why, I mean, how many people love the scale? Scale, I'm not a huge fan of because it can fluctuate for a hundred different reasons, but it gives people an objective measure. Did I make progress? Yes or no. The recording that I do on my end, the data collection, yes, it gives them a piece. But I think the greater thing that they notice is when we start going to 80-20, I don't tell any of my clients to count calories. I don't tell them to weigh food. I don't have a measure. If you're eating whole foods, you're not going to overeat. It is really tough. The only way that you're probably going to overeat is if you overconsume fats like nuts and seeds and oils and things of that nature and dressings. And, but otherwise, if you're eating sweet potatoes, if you're eating squash, if you're eating lettuce and asparagus and apples, like it's really difficult to overeat 2,500 calories of that a day. Especially <clears throat> vegetables. Like If you have heard the term empty calories, right? Or like low calorie with vegetables, it's because you can eat a good amount of them and it not cost you a lot of calories. It doesn't mean that we should be worried about how many calories you're taking in, you know, give that with a grain of salt. Like there's a certain amount that might be too much. There's also a certain amount that might be too low, but that's why you really want to focus on eating whole foods because vegetables are going to take up more space in your stomach they have a good amount of water in them. And then also they're packed with vitamins and minerals. That's what a lot of people are lacking. Just crazy when I work with my clients, I have them pick what they want. If they want to digitally like log them number-wise because that's their focus. That's what motivates them. If they want to take pictures or they want to write it down. I just have them really be aware of what they're eating. And it's very helpful because when we're talking about how to fuel their body, they understand why whole foods are so important. You know, not saying that processed foods you know, you should never have, there's a devil. I mean, they don't do a lot for your body, but if you're in a quick fix, it's better than you just keeping to starving yourself. And then when they get on the track of like, okay, they can prepare their food, they can meal plan at home. They are really understanding the benefits of eating more whole foods and why it's beneficial for their body long term. Things just start to click. And it's really awesome. Like when I talk to them and I ask them about their sleep, like how is your sleep and their sleep has gone up or their performance in the gym or their overall just like day to day existence that they're not like falling asleep at two in the afternoon or, you know, like you said, happiness. It's just so crazy what happiness can do for somebody because it helps eliminate a lot of stress. Like even when shitty situations happen and they have a lot more happiness in their life, it just hits different when bad shit happens in your life. It's spot on. It's funny because I've noticed this with myself and I've had clients say like, once we get to a certain part, once they get to a certain, I'll just say health level, so to speak, the emotional ties and getting caught up with like the, the mundane things, like someone cutting you off in traffic, instead of cussing them out, most people, once you get to that point where that's not stressful, it's just like, oh, they must be in a hurry. I'm just going to let them go ahead. Like no sweat off my back. And it's, that's the stuff that I love seeing. That's what I think is like the main thing is when we put a focus on the 80-20 and we can start becoming making that more habitual, the clients will start feeling it. And then this is the part that I love the most is when they go back and they will have Culver's or they'll have Domino's. And it's like, go for it. See how it feels. You know, like and when they're just like, I was bloated. I felt like shit. My sleep. I didn't want to do anything. I watched TV for three hours. I'm like, mm-hmm bingo so now let that sink in just meditate on that let it like let it marinate like how, how does that feel so now you know going into the situation do you want to be an adult yeah you can be an adult like let's say you're at a party or whatever you're with some friends and you want to have the pizza go for it you fully understand now the repercussions you are in the adult driver's seat 
I do the same thing. There's times where I love cheese, but I know cheese will give me dandruff. I know it's going to bind me up a little bit, but it's like, I really want some cheese tonight. So I'm going to have some cheese. And that's a decision that I can make. So I'm never saying like, don't ever have Domino's. Don't, I don't know why I'm picking on Domino's today, but don't ever have that or any other ice cream or things of that nature, like live a life. But once you get to this healthy point of eating 80, 20, and we start focusing on some of the other things, maximizing stress and going to sleep on time and cutting back on the technology, the body just starts to mirror your effects. Like you start to feel the effects to a higher level than you did before. And I think that's the payoff and that's what hooks people. And if you can get them hooked on that, then, then they go all in. Then it's like, all right, so what else can we do? How can I go even more? Like, how can I get from not like, how can I maximize my sleep? So I'm not waking up or needing to take naps midday. So I don't need the caffeine boost. So I don't need six cups of coffee or a pot or two shit. There's some people out there have three pots of coffee a day. And I'm like, your adrenals are shot. I don't know how you're doing it. Oh man. I remember it was like 2016. I like effed my body up. I threw my back out. My adrenals were shot. I was doing just strictly paleo. I didn't really, maybe like 2015, 16, but I was like eating paleo, no carbs, working out like how many times a day. And I hit a wall and it took me two months just to like get back to sleeping. (laughs) Yeah. That's the crazy thing. Like there's so many myths that like fats are bad. Carbs are bad. Proteins are this like freaking God. Like I know people that will buy yogurts just because there's 10 grams of protein in it, but they don't see the 26 grams of sugar in it. Or they won't have a sweet potato because it's a starchy carb and they think that's the enemy or they don't want to have coconut milk, like full fat coconut milk out of a can or avocados because it's fat and it's bad and everything's demonized. I guess if I can get one message out here is if it's a whole food, it's going to be 10 times better than anything you can buy in a package and it's good for you. Like fats aren't bad, carbs aren't bad. They're not the enemies. Depending on where you're from, your DNA, genes and all that stuff, time of year, stress levels. Maybe you need more carbohydrates. Maybe you need more fats and proteins in your diet. And that all mm-hmm. changes, but you don't understand that and you can't get to that level until you can put the time and effort into start learning. First off, you got to eat healthy so you can start feeling how you feel. And then you can start manipulating some of those factors and variables a little bit more. Right. I want to touch back on what you said. I really like this because I know that I can be like, I can come off like just very loud, like in your face, like, but you're in the driver's seat. Like when you become an adult, your choices have consequences, whether it is a good or a bad, like whatever you eat is what your body becomes. And I don't know how else to say it other than what you put into your body, your body becomes. And if you put a lot more processed food into your body, it is not natural right? Your body knows what a protein, carb, and fat is. And that's what you need for energy. You don't just miraculously harvest it. We're not a plant. Let's dive into some of that stuff. And let's, let's talk about some of these. Do you care if we want to talk about some of these marketing schemes to make people feel like they think they're getting some good food? So one thing I was talking about with Nick before I get started is if you do not follow him, it's cool fit, but it's K-U-H-L-E, sorry, E, not C-O-O-L. But he will post in his Facebook stories like, yay or nay. And just talking about like, yay to this product and nay to this product. Because not everything's created equal. You need nutritional freedom. It's the longest relationship that you have. You have to eat food every day. But how can we make sure what we put into our bodies is the best damn quality 
that we can. And it started a long time ago when somebody realized, okay, if I uneducate somebody and I tell them they can't have something or I trick them into thinking that this is horrible, I can capitalize off this person with marketing schemes. And it really just like blows my mind when I go into a grocery store and I see some just bullshit marketing products that somebody's like, oh, I heard that this trend is going. So if I do gluten-free or low-fat or this and that, then I am technically eating healthy. Yeah. And when you it, see some stuff that's gluten-free, you're like, duh, it's gluten-free. Why are you putting it on the label? Oh, because that's going to trigger so somebody like, to buy it. And that's one of those things, like literally you can get really healthy by just making smart substitutions. And that's like my whole premise with these yay or nay things. Like let's substitute canola oil, which is highly processed, not good, highly inflammatory in your body, not going to do anything good for you. And let's just substitute some extra virgin coconut oil or some extra virgin olive oil and get something healthy there. So it's just simple changes. Like, and it, I always talk with my clients, like if, it's, if you feel like it's a big deal, wait till something runs out, use it up. Once it's done, replace it with something else. It yeah. like, it doesn't have to be rocket science. You don't have to go throw everything out of your fridge at once. Like this journey to go from eating a relatively an American diet, which is sad, standard American diet, SAD, sad to eating healthy it takes time. There's a transition. You got, you're going to have your ebbs and your flows and things of that nature. And yeah. it's cool. Take two steps forward, fall back, take two steps forward, fall back. But to go into some of like the marketing schemes, a couple of things that you can look at, like low fat, generally if something's low fat, they're going to add some type of sugar into it. Mm-hmm. They're bumping up the carbohydrates somewhere. Okay. So if it's low fat, generally there's going to be more sugar. Take a look at it. Low fat, that's a selling scheme. I'm not saying low fat's good for you. I'm not saying it's bad for you. I'm just saying there's some marketing tactics behind it. A huge one that I had a conversation with a dietitian on, she was promoting Chex Mix cereal and skim milk. And her rationale is because it's enriched with synthetic vitamins and minerals. Okay. So now we're going back to, we processed it so much that we've taken all the nutrients out of it through the processing. And now we got to add them back in. Okay. So seems kind of sketchy, but then we're synthetically, we're not even adding in like normal, healthy vitamins and minerals. Like they're man-made. Like there's no way we're going to ever be able to outsmart mother nature ever. And that's like one of the things I go back to. If you are eating foods that haven't been around 200 years ago, as the majority of your diet, you're going to have all these health issues, health symptoms. And those health symptoms could be, I mean, could be foul smelling body odor. It could be acne. It could be constipation, diarrhea. I mean, it could be poor vision. It could be how it manifests in you is different than it is for you, Shelby and me and everyone else. So, but what else? Like, Dairy. I'll just I'll throw it out there. I know there's a lot of dairy people. I have found within my coaching and my clinical trials that not many people do really well in dairy. And no. it's highly processed. It's pasteurized. In the process of pasteurizing, you heat the temperature of the milk so high so it kills off all the bacteria. And then they synthetically add things in. So they have to suppress it with chemicals so it smells good. And you ever like leave milk in your fridge for too long and you open it up and it hard and it's like you want to vomit when you smell it? It's a lot different than if you have whole milk. You can put whole milk in the fridge and you leave it there too long. It turns into buttermilk. Like it turns into something like another nutritional right? thing. And it's like mind blowing when you tell people, okay, like, hey, if you still want dairy in your life and you still happen to drink milk, do whole milk, do whole fat, do things that are less processed or pasteurized. And they're yeah. like, no, because there's lots of fat in it. I'm like, well, fat's actually really awesome. And especially for your hormones and your hormones are really wrecked. We want to eat some freaking fat. 
And okay, so think about this, right? I talk to my clients and it's almost like reverse dieting, but I hate using that term because a lot of people are like, what is this reverse dieting? So let's say healing your body, right? Okay, so like if you are really sick, if something is really low on energy, what do you do? You give it fuel to energize it. You plug your phone in to give it electricity, to charge the battery. You put gas in your car to make it go, right? There's things that you have to give it energy. Same thing with your body. We got to make sure that we are feeding our body and we need fats, we need protein, and we need carbs. What are these magical numbers? What is the magical amount? You don't really know until you start focusing on that. And it's the hardest thing to get started, but that's where we come in. You know, finding a coach, finding an accountability person, somebody to guide you. You know, it's not forever, it's for right now. And we can understand how to fuel our bodies and that we actually need fat and protein and carbs and how carbs you utilize them around your workouts, right? Like that's when your body really needs them before and after, right? If you're kind of scared of carbs, you know, keep them around your workouts and then do more fat outside of them. You know, have fun with your foods. Don't just see healthy eating as like, oh, now I got to fucking cook and it's not going to taste as good because there's not like, you know, all these like synthetic shit or dyes or sugar hidden in things to make it taste good. So you want it. It's And like what you said earlier, and just kind of clicked is when you go back to things that you used to eat after eating whole foods, how much more do you taste the sugar? Like how much different do things hit? It's so much sweeter. You're like, whoa, you know, I was eating a large. And so now I'm going to get a small size because it's just way too sweet. I just kind of want to satisfy my craving and then move on. So spot on. Like personally, like I can't even have Dairy Queen anymore. Like it will mess with me. But that's the cool part about this. Like when you start making the switch, like there is healthy alternatives, like ice cream. If you can make ice cream with bananas, frozen bananas, and you throw in some peanut butter or some vanilla extract and things of that nature, I will be the first one. I will argue that is just as good, if not better tasting than some of the processed crap out there. I want to add one thing on to what you were talking about before. Like we got to make this paradigm shift that we're, it's not just fuel. Like the food that you get is talking to your body. It's communicating with your, in your guts and your gut is connected to your brain. So if you have, are fueling your body with poor quality foods, A, it's going to be more of a stress in the body to break it down because the enzymes aren't within the food. So you got to produce them. So it's actually probably going to take more energy for you to break it down, which is going to decrease your energy, which is another thing. If you're eating meals and you're getting tired after your meals, that's a huge red flag that you're eating poor quality foods. You're not eating right for your body or you're eating too much. I feel like we purchase food like we do gasoline sometimes. Oh, $1.97. That's the cheapest one. I'm putting it in my car. Cool. Well, I can go to the store and get donuts for a dollar or I can buy three apples for a dollar. Like, yeah, you know what? Not that even three apples. That is what is so, excuse me, fucked up about our food system that we have. Cheaper. How can I make it cheaply? And then you see just how good nutrition food is just so much more pricier, you know, and it just blows my mind. And if we can just start making movements where people understand and buy more whole foods and, you know, increase the need for them. And I don't know, just like push for that. There's another company called Imperfect Foods. And I love what they're doing. They're taking food that don't look store friendly and they're sending it to people's houses for cheaper, you know, and they're, you know, really helping food waste and sustainability and shipping and all that. But, you know, hitting back on what you said, 
is like, it's all energy and things are talking to each other. And if your cells are not happy, they're going to tell you like one thing is if you get a lot of headaches, you are probably dehydrated. 99% dehydrated. And I know that we want to take Advil and we know we want a quick fix. And like, I get migraines sometimes and they knock me on my tushy. Like, and it's more of like muscle tension that I need a day and then I'm good the next day. But it could be a lead up to all of a sudden my body's like, we're giving you a headache because you have not been giving us enough water. You know, there's different things like if your pee is yellow, you're probably dehydrated. Mm -hmm. If you have a lot of brain fog, you are probably not getting enough fats in. If you have no energy, you either are not taking enough food in or you need more carbs. If your muscles are sore all the time, you're sore all the time and working out, you are probably one not recovering or getting enough protein. And I feel like, you know, I don't know when, it's okay, his dog's really excited. I don't know when we just, you know, got so forgetful about listening to our body and how it really tells us the answers to our problems, like solutions, you know, how we can help people understand like, Hey, like when this is happening, it might be a different sensation for you, but this is kind of like in the context of what might be the problem. It goes back to, you have to get a baseline first. And right now our baseline with general population is it's shit to say the least. I mean, what is it? 40% of America's obese. I'm sorry, overweight. Yeah. Obese is maybe 20% are obese or 30%, which is crazy to think about. There's a really cool documentary that just came out on Netflix the other day, which does a really good job of talking about this. It's called Kiss the Ground for anyone that's uh, listening. Go check it out. It's like an hour and 20 minutes. But it goes back and it talks about how we need to, as a society, change our farming practices and go back to fixing our soils. So I just want to give the listeners like a quick synopsis of this. Like, this is everything I teach my clients. Like, the soil is where it's at. If you have poor quality, nutrient depleted soil, anything that grows from that is going to be nutrient depleted. Like you're not going to have a good quality vegetable growing from that. Okay. So if you have poor soil and you're getting poor vegetables from it, which those vegetables feed the animals and us humans. Okay. So then now if we're eating those animals that are eating the nutrient depleted plants that came from the poor soils, like we're at the apex of the that pyramid there. Like we're eating poor quality foods because it comes back to the poor quality soils and the plants. So the best thing that you can do to up your health first and foremost is, hey, if you guys have a local farmer's market, hit them up, buy local, buy from people, buy from farmers that are biodynamic, organic farmers that are using very few, if any sprays or chemicals on it. Cause those sprays and chemicals will go off and that's what kills the the microorganisms in the soil. Like if you take like a tablespoon of soil, there's like millions and millions of bacteria in there that help feed the plant, help talk to and help protect the plant. They have this like symbiotic relationship or synergistic relationship that they they work together. Like we have to go back to the soils. We have to go back to good farming practices to get the good quality foods. And if you're not there yet, if you can't go to the local farmers, or if you're not quite at the price where you the ability to afford organic certified organic foods, which is that's now becoming bastardized too. Um, we don't need to go down that route. But start with I almost just, said something earlier about that, but I stopped myself. <laughs> just start with Whole Foods. Like if you're eating a ton of process, just go to Whole Foods. I don't give a shit if you get at Walmart, Hy-Vee, Aldi's, wherever you're at, Whole Foods. Start there. Target, yeah, I don't care. Start there, and then start. All right, well. 
I got this. This is my, my base. I'm doing good with the 80-20. I'm eating whole foods. And then you can start adding in. All right, so now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy my meats from the local farmer, the whole food store or whoever. And then you can start building up from there. And that's going to be the easiest way to start improving your health if we want to talk about nutrition. Yeah. Right. I saw something the other day, well, not the other day, but um, since the derecho that hit and it was just like, why don't we use, you know, our land that we have that our house is on and just plant some food there too. You know, like flowers are really great, but like, what if people planted more gardens and grew just like more kale or turnips or radishes or just things that like maybe are inconvenient to get, but just super easy to grow. Like growing my own garden this year just like blew my mind of how our garden is still kind of thriving even after the storm. But just to be able to provide for yourself, you know, knowing that you can grow something and you can provide for yourself is pretty freaking awesome. So like, you know, try to start a garden, you know, start with some things that are pretty easy to grow. Kale is super easy to grow. Bok choy is super easy to grow. Tomatoes are kind of iffy depending on if you want, if you can water them a lot, but turnips and radishes and zucchini and squash Squash are just super easy to grow. And then it gives you lots of color and variety. um, Very little maintenance. And there's, I know. Very little maintenance. I'm sure it's got to be in every city, but they have community gardens too. That's what we did. Yeah, you can rent out a plot. I think it, I don't even know, I've never done it before, but I'm upset. I'm guessing you rent out a plot and then you can just go yeah. there. And So in Cedar Rapids, there was three different plots. You rented out by Squaw Creek and it was 35 bucks for the year. You know, mm-hmm. or you can even go get flower beds and use that to plant some things, you know, but I kind of got off topic there, but I like what Nick said. You know, sometimes you don't know where to start, but just start with Whole Foods. Go to your grocery store and do the whole old school thing, shop around the edges. Yes, there's stuff on the inside that you might need, you know, whether it's like, I don't know, some baking thing or whatever, but just start around the outside and, you know, try to get some vegetables. If all else fails, get frozen vegetables. They're cut up. They are better than nothing. I mean, I'm not like super cool and I'm some trying to like diminish the amount of waste that I'm using. But at least we're starting somewhere, you know? And I like, I need to watch that documentary because we have to think about sustainability and we're not thinking about it now. Right now, a lot of our forefront thinking is money and how much money can I make? Money is great, but I did not get into this profession to make a bunch of money. I didn't. Mm -hmm. And I'm just starting my own business. But sometimes it's hard when you see people and you know they're passionate because they want to help coaches, but they're like, six figures, six figures, six figures. Okay, that's (laughs) great. And I understand that we need to talk about that and be selfish with our time because, you know, how do you justify your worth? Right. But at the same time, like, are we really understanding why we got into coaching? Are we in coaching to have a freedom to life or are we in coaching to help change people's lives? You know, are we in it to really make an impact and help people understand how amazing their bodies are? And, you know, through all the shit that you've been through, the ups and downs, and that it's never this way. It is always hills and valleys. So how can we make them shorter versus really, really far apart from each other? You know, how can we start to appreciate this, you know, meat-covered skeleton on a freaking orb floating around a universe and make this life dope. Like how can we, you know, be harder to kill and get out of a state of maybe just like fogginess and maybe we've lost ourselves a little bit and not saying our life is in shambles, but 
we have just felt so bad for so long that we think it's a norm. And that's where, you know, going back to what we said earlier is like, you know, when you kind of put the work in, you know, we can keep you accountable, but you got to put the work in. What kind of work do you want to put in every day? You know, as you get older, what choices do you want to make that are going to have these consequences? And knowing that you can have food freedom and have a single Oreo if you want, or have a little bit of ice cream, but knowing that it might cause a little bit more inflammation, it might not make you feel that good. And it doesn't mean that you should never have them, but you might not want them as much with how your body now is now reacting to it when it is thriving on, on cylinders. And you can actually truly hear the signal that it's giving to you because you're not so much in pain all the time. Preach. I love it. Well, that's why I like having a conversation with you because that's one thing I miss about having working in a gym. I have my own business. And so I'm just kind of talking to myself all the time, but you get inspired when you hear people who are passionate about this and you're like, yes, like let's go. And it's more on the same wavelength, like always different ways to get there, right? Like what you do and what I do is completely different, but yet it's the same outcome because we're hoping and enhance a person's life. We are not changing it. We are, you know, altering a little bit, but we're enhancing the quality of life long term. Whatever these like six week shit, you know, it's going to change your life. But like, okay, supplements, right? Let's talk about supplements. I am not a huge supplement pusher, right? If it is something that you need to maybe, you know, put a piece to your puzzle right now because you are just really short on time with a lot of things and we need these like quick fixes? Absolutely. But no, when you stop taking said supplement, you might not have the same outcome. You might feel worse. You might, you know, gain the weight back. You may not feel as good as you do. And also, a lot of supplements have caffeine in them to get you addicted and then make you dependent on said supplement. My little 2D head shake. <laughs> but here's the... Here's the other, I guess, the fascinating thing, if you want to say that, is most people don't even know how well the supplements work because they can't feel. They have no recollection. They have no awareness on if they ate it or if they take it, what's it doing to their body? Do they feel something or are they just taking it because they read somewhere that they should take it? I get this a lot. People are like, oh, should I, should I be taking this supplement? What supplements do you take? Um, how about this one? And it's like, why? What's telling you you need to take this supplement? Mm-hmm. And like, is there, do you have like, what are you low in? Like, why are you taking the supplement? And then when you are taking the supplement, what's the source? Like if you're taking fish oil supplements, that's a huge one that a lot of people take. Cool. A, why? And then B, where's the source coming from? Are you getting it from farmed fish that have poor quality carrier oils in it that are already rancid by the time you get it? So it's actually causing you more stress in your body than you not taking it? And that's where there's a, so much more that goes into supplements and getting good quality supplements that I'll argue right now, everyone would be 10 times better just to throw out their supplements or not even just don't even use them, work on the nutrition. The money that you're going to sure. spend on the supplements, don't get quality foods first. And once mm-hmm. you start getting that, and then you have actual like real reasons why you need certain supplements, beautiful. I mean, if I'm going to recommend any supplements, it's going to be like, a digestive enzyme. If anything's going to help you break down the food a little bit better and allow you to absorb the real foods. Yeah. Digestive enzyme, something like that. That's, that would be like the only thing that I push. Like I don't do a ton of supplements with my clients at all. If anything, we might do a colon cleanse or something like that to clean mouth to anus out so they can start absorbing more nutrition. 
but otherwise I feel like people are being duped a little bit mm-hmm. and they're, uh, they're pissing money away. Yeah. And then guilty. there's people like I'm, us I'm that guilty. are like, Oh, but I mean, but that's the thing is like, we're a product of the shit that we've done. We are. Yeah, and that's how we got. And to you and out. I had got to a point where we're like, absolutely not. Like I'm putting my foot down and I'm going to be a force to be reckoned with. And I'm going to help change people's lives. I'm going to make them curious. Yes. Make them ask questions. Yes. And, you know, maybe it's a person they follow. Maybe it's a person they idolize. You know, like, I'm not going to put my name on anything. The only thing I put my name on and I have, like, a discount code for is it's called Bamboo Earth. It's a skincare line. It rated one on every skincare, like, thing. It's, like, minimal shit. I don't need a lot of it, right? But, like, supplement-wise, like you said, like, how do we know? Like, what research is there on it? You know, how many studies do they do on it? Is it biased to what their supplement is? Like. If you maybe need it, you know, you're going to pay a pretty penny for it as you should because you want to make sure it's a yeah. good quality supplement. But by the time that you get it and did you leave it out in the sun? How was it packaged? Is it rancid? Is it this, right? <laughs> you know, and I mean, if I could count on my hand how many things I promote for supplements, if that, I don't even promote protein powder, not even vegan protein powder, you know? eat protein. I don't care if it's plant. I don't care if it's animal. Eat that protein. Right. Right. With women, you know, sometimes do some magnesium because of how important it is for our hormones. And it just helps things be less stressful in our body. But other than that, I don't promote stuff. You know, if you're a person that like you don't go out in the sun and you are pale and you put a lot, a lot of sunscreen on, maybe some vitamin D, because I have heard of it increasing your immune system if you don't want to change your food. But like Nick said, and we can't stop preaching enough that it really comes down to nutrition. It does. And when you can feed your body the right stuff, that it can talk to your cells and you can actually hear the message, that's when everything falls into place. Your sleep gets better. Your performance gets better. Your outlook on life gets better. Your sex drive is great. Like if you have a low sex drive, and I'm not saying that you need to have sex every day. You know, I'm not promoting that nor saying that. You don't need to have sex every day. If you want to have sex every day, you can. But if you don't want and you don't have that like kind of animal drive, towards something or in general, that's a really good indication that things are not right in your body. (laughs) I will jump on that and wholeheartedly agree. Like that is a huge thing. Males, I'll just speak from experience. If you're not waking up with morning wood, most of the mornings, that's a big indicator. Something's up. And I mean, if you want to, you can Females, you should have an active desire for sex too. Um, oh yes, dryness, the, period, that's another the thing. period repair manual is a great book. You know, it talks about how birth control can mess this up, and that's the thing. It's like I'm not trying to say men are better than. I mean, that women are better than men. I'm saying that our hormone profile is a little different than testosterone. And knowing that, okay, how long were you on birth control? What birth control were you on? You know, like how much stress have you had? How much have you under ate? Like all of those really mess up your hormones. Well, and you so wanna... when we can eat more and a lot more fat, like get on that fat train, like just sit down and eat an avocado, like just do it. It'd be and great. here's what I see a lot with uh, the people I work with. It's typically the females that are the ones that are undernourished and overworking. They're always working out, always running, running on like 1200, 1400 calories a day. I don't know how the hell they do it. I, there's no way I could ever do that but they're the ones that are so stressed out that their 
hormones get so out of whack, their sleep gets impaired, and they're eating 1,200 calories, and they're wondering why they're not losing weight, but they can't sleep, they're missing periods, and they're still adding the weight on. And it's like, all right, so we need to, we need to slow things up. We need to stop. And I've done that with a few clients where I'm like, you're not working out for four weeks. We're going to do some light yoga. We're going to do some walking. We're going to increase your calories. We're going to get you to bed on time. That's when your hormones like really come into play. Like that's when you rest. That's when you grow. That's when you recover. That's when you'll start processing everything out of your body. That's the beautiful time. And here's the thing. Everything that we've talked about so far costs money. Food costs a ton of money. Supplements cost money. Water costs, if you go to the store, it costs more than gasoline almost. Mm-hmm. But sleep is the most single important thing that you can do that is free. It's perfectly free. So, I mean, even if you can't do food, maximize your sleep. That would be my other like little plug there. Maximize sleep. Get to bed on time. Evolve with cycles. Like You should be going to bed around the... 10 to 11 ish range more. So I would say right around 10, 10 30. That's why I promote to my clients waking up at with the sun. That's when our uh, cortisol spikes the most in the morning and that getting outside, that's going to reset your hormones. So you can actually sleep better. So if you can start getting that eight hours of sleep, and I always tell my clients like you need eight hours until you can prove to me that you can do better with less. And most people they're like, Oh dude, I can do great on six hours. I'm like, okay, so let's try it. Let's try it. Seven, we'll go to eight. And after they get eight, there's like, I've been missing out on life. Like, what the hell? Like, I wake up energized. I, mm-hmm. Like, I get, I'll get texts that like, this is the first time I've woken up and had energy and didn't hit my snooze 10 times. And they're just getting out of bed. And it's just like, sleep. That's what you need. Quit working out so much. I'm not sure if you see this, because you do a lot more in the fitness stuff than I do. Do you notice that the females want to push harder, that they want like two workouts a day? They want to be running for miles upon miles. Or even just like, yeah, even five workouts a week, you know, and some of them, like the ladies are like in their forties. And if you're in your forties, you're kind of like from the Jane Fonda era, right. Of like all the cardio, really low calories. And you did that for so long that your body's just wrecked and you are functioning and like just getting by. You're not really living. I know you have a lot of energy, but maybe it's because of supplements that you're taking have a fuck ton of caffeine in them. So you're just going all day and then fake you can't energy. sleep at night. Yeah. Fake energy. You can't sleep at night because you've been thriving on all cylinders and then your cortisol is all out of whack. So then all of a sudden you kind of crash in the afternoon and then at night, like when you want to go to bed, your par- your body's like, Woo, let's freaking party. <laughs> and, you know, trying to get women to understand and not just a person to understand like you do not have to work out every day. There is a huge difference of being a couch potato and healing our body and trying to get people to really understand it's not forever, it's for right now. Yeah. And, you know, like when I get a client, I need at least two weeks of data before I'm going to tell them to do anything different because I want to know what their lifestyle is. I need to know how many hours of sleep do you get? Are you on a shift worker? Do you have kids? You know, what is your dilemma that you have not found how you want to live your life? What is holding you back from really going forward in life? You know, do you work out enough? Do you work out too much? Do you not eat a single whole food? Do you have three little kids to chase around? Do you have like five schedules to balance? I mean, there's a lot of, you know, different things in life because every year you are not the same person. You either have more stuff or you have less stuff because you either added to your life or you found out what you want to take away from life. 
right? And if you are the same person every year, please the fucking God, stop that. You need to level up each year. You need to be more resilient. You need to be more curious. You need to be learning all the time. Every day is a learning experience. I don't know if I can say that enough. Every day is a learning experience. Every day is not the same day. And some days you just don't want to life. And we get that. But there is like more days of none that you can feel awesome and that you can feel good. And even though you are not maybe in that best headspace, you have done other things in life to help you feel better. Mm-hmm. That you just I would, I would, want to get up out of bed. Sorry. I would throw into this too, just to add to what you're saying. When people do get in this like lull of life, don't run from it. Sit in it, soak in it, marinate into it. Like a lot of times we're in these chaotic or stressful situations or these these lulls. There's a lot of information in there if you can get quiet and and just like start asking yourself questions like, why do I feel like this? What's going on in my life? Is there emotional things going on? There's mental things. I feel like a lot of people tend to run from it. They don't want to ask themselves the difficult questions. Every time I get stressed out, I want to go to this food. Every time something happens, I want to just go lay on the couch and watch Netflix for two hours. Like, Start asking those questions to yourself and you'll start learning. You'll start pulling back some layers like, shit, where did that come from? And that's, right? that's when true growth comes. And that's when you're like, what? I did not know that. Every time I get stressed out, I go to have Dairy Queen because every time when I was younger and I was stressed out, my parents didn't know how to help me cope with my situation at hand. So they would just give me a treat. And so now that's ingrained into me. Every time that I get stressed out, I need a treat to treat myself. But mm-hmm. now if you can start asking yourself questions like, why do you need that treat? Why, do I, why am I so lazy right now? You can start pulling back some of these layers. You can start figuring out what is the root cause, the deeper cause. And then when you can figure that out, it's so much easier to work with it. It's like, oh. Like nutritional therapy. There's a right? lot more that's going on up here. Oh yeah. That, we're a product of our parents. Years. And I'm not saying that our parents are bad by any means, but we're a product of our parents. Like how do they know how to parent? They're just trying to keep a human alive. And they right? learn from their parents. Yep. So Nick, so, we will, I will, and we will the listeners out there will definitely be hearing your voice in my podcast again and, you know, maybe make this at least a quarterly thing because I like the message that you help my listeners, you know, really understand that everything's a choice and life can be super awesome and we can thrive on all cylinders. And even though it's hard work, it's totally worth it. But what message would you like to leave my guests before we part ways? Go back to the basics, fundamentals, go back to the basics, eat healthy exercise, not too much, get some good quality sleep, manage your stress, drink water. You do those things and you can drastically improve your health. If anyone needs help with that, reach out to Shelby or myself. I do have a 12-week group health course coming up in mid-October, October 18th or 19th. That runs for 12 weeks. We meet every, every week. We have Zoom coaching calls. So if that's something that people want to, they can dive into that and we can help get you set up for that optimized life. Where can the people find you? Everything's cool fit. So cool fit, K-U-H-L-E-F-I-T at Gmail, at Instagram, at Facebook, all that. Everything's cool fit. Remember, you're never stuck. No matter what situation that you're in, never, ever are you stuck. And that your mindset is so much more powerful than you think. But just sometimes we can kind of get into our own headspace that, you know, we forget how badass we are and how amazing our bodies are, no matter what we've been through, you know, never given up on you, especially if you're listening to my podcast, you are 
definitely alive. So if you feel like you're just really stuck, if you feel like you just have no clue where to start and you want a little bit of help and accountability, it doesn't mean that you don't know. It's just that we've dedicated our lives to really helping people understand nutrition so that they can, you know, take this fishing pool and fish for the rest of their life instead of just giving you a fish, right? That education is everything, that every day is a learning experience and always and forever be a curious George. Thank you guys for tuning in. Your time is very valuable and I appreciate the time that you spent listening to Nick and I talk today. Have a great day.